Welcome to the Strongstown United Methodist Church. Join us for worship each Sunday morning at 11. Here's this week's message. So our scripture reading today is from Jeremiah and from John. Jeremiah, we're starting in chapter 31, and it's verses 31 to 34. That's Jeremiah chapter 31. Start at verse 31. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Now we move forward to the New Testament, to the Gospel of John, chapter 12. And we're going to start at verse 20. John, chapter 12, verse 20. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship the, the feast. They came to Philip, who was from Bethesda in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The man who loves his life will lose it while the man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be. My father will honor the one who serves me. Now my heart is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there heard it and said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to them. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. He said this to show the kind of death that he was going to die. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So these scriptures are wonderful because in this fifth Sunday of Lent, we're talking about renewal. We're coming up to 
Palm Sunday, and we're two Sundays away from Easter, and we know this story so well. You know, our Christ doesn't hang on a cross anymore. You know, our Christ is risen, and that gives us such a wonderful sense of renewal. And it's wonderful, too, that this spring is a great spring. Yesterday was the first day of spring, and it was a beautiful day here in the mountains. Right? We don't always get a beautiful spring here. A lot of times this time of March, we're still trudging around with our snow boots on and our winter coats. But last year, this type of worship was taken away from us. This time last year, we were on streams. We had to be in our homes. We couldn't be here like this. So it's wonderful that this spring, this Lenten season, we can be together. We can worship with one another, see each other's faces. And so this renewal is wonderful. This renewal, this new energy that we can feel is great. And these scriptures that, that we're talking about today are wonderful also. Because we see here Christ saying, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Because you see, we have died to sin in this world. When we accepted Christ in our life, we died to sin in this world. And we now live a new life. And as we have walked this Lenten journey, and we've talked about covenants of God, and how he's true to his promise, and we've talked about his grace that is always there for us, and it's a gift that we just need to accept. We don't pay a price for it. We didn't pay the price for it. It's just a gift that we accept. And we talked about his mercy. And we talked about all these different things over these weeks. And now we're at renewal. And we talk about the seed. And, and the seeds that were planted in us that have started to grow because we've accepted Christ. And now as we continue through this Lenten journey, we need to plow over the fields of our heart. We need to turn over that crusty, kind of dusty part of our heart and let the living water of Christ flow through and let that seed that was planted in us when we were woven together in our mother's womb start to sprout. When we plant that seed and we water those seeds in our gardens, it splits open and it starts to grow something beautiful and then it gives off fruit it gives off shade it gives off something beautiful and god planted in each and every one of us those seeds of grace those seeds and so now as we're going through this lenten journey this sunday of renewal let's let that living water of christ flow through us and renew us, regenerate us, revitalize us, because we are sons and daughters of the one and only living God. And then let's go out and plant some seeds. Let's go out and use our Christ in us to see Christ in other people. Let's wag our tongues and use our testimony to let other people know how God has worked in your life 
many times over. We talk to people about TV shows we've seen. We talk to people about the weather. We talk to people about our cars in the garage. And what about what we had for dinner last night? Let's talk to people about the devotional we read this morning that made us feel better. Let's talk to people about that bag of groceries we took to a neighbor that made us feel better. Let's talk to people about the way God has done something in our lives. Let's do those types of things. You're not gonna be thought of as some wacko. You're not gonna be thought of as some Bible banger, right? You're not pushing religion on somebody. You're sharing your life story. You're sharing something very personal. And that's a wonderful thing to share. You don't have to convert someone to Christ. The Holy Spirit's job is to do that. Your job is to share Christ with people. Our job is to be invitation givers, right? We're not gatekeepers, we're invitation givers. And by sharing your story, by sharing your testimony about how Christ in you made you feel good, by doing something good for somebody, right? By reading something nice in a devotional, by coming to church and hearing something inspirational, that waters those seeds that God planted in every human being on this planet. Because he made every human being on this planet. So the seeds of grace he planted in you when he wove you in your mother's womb he also planted in everybody else when he wove them in his mother's in their mother's womb. And how can we water those seeds and be invitation givers to those people by sharing your personal story? And what if they walk away from you and think, mm, she's a little weird? What's the worst that they're gonna do? They're gonna gossip about God to somebody because of you. Isn't that the kind of gossip we want to spread? Spread some gossip about God. Wow, there's a radical idea. Spread some gossip about a devotion you read this morning or last night. About how, wow, I was reading scripture this morning and it just jumped out at me. People aren't going to think you're crazy. They're going to be like, I want that. I never had that experience. I want that, right? And if they do think you're crazy, what's the worst that can happen? A little embarrassment? You'll never know. They don't tell you that kind of stuff to your face. That's what they tell their girlfriend on, on you know, their phone or on the phone this way, right? That's what they tell their husband or their spouse. They don't tell you that to your face, so you'll never know. But they're talking about God. Wow. There's a radical idea. And if you are embarrassed, don't be embarrassed to share your story with somebody. Christ died a criminal's death on that cross. A sinless human being died a criminal's death in front of everybody. Is sharing your story any more humiliating than that? No. Sharing your story is wonderful. It's your story. It makes you happy. You're sharing something positive with a stranger or maybe even with family. How awesome is that? It's awesome. 
And when you're standing in line, you've got a captive audience, right? Hey, how you doing today? I read this wonderful thing. You're like, oh my gosh, this person's talking to me. But hey! <laughs> did you ever like run around with your mom when she did errands and she did, 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 talk to everybody and you're like, oh gosh, mom, shut up. <laughs> but that's what how how we spread information that's how we spread news and what better news to spread than the news of great joy for all people so let's be invitation givers with this renewed energy that we have during this Lenten season as we give up our worry and our anxiety and our fear and replace it with the joy and the peace and the love of God let's turn that energy into action one little bit at a time and don't go out there unprepared think about the stories you want to share think about the way god's impacted your life and that way you go out prepared into the world to share those stories with other people and when the opportunity arises because god has planned for you each and every day some opportunity to do something for him you'll be ready and that's all he asks us to do show our thankfulness for the wonderful gift of grace that he's given you you know the ending to your story share that share that be an invitation giver don't be a gatekeeper christ came to seek and to save a simple mission statement all we need to do is share the seeds of our salvation and let the Holy Spirit do the rest of the job. Amen. So we're going to close today with the hymn, Near to the Heart of